Bryant, I, I do have to tell you that... Okay, so first off, a couple of housekeeping things. This episode of the podcast, I'm actually going to be submitting for one of my classes Ooh, very uh, nice. in college. So it's for broadcast and performance. Um, and you know, it's a, we're on a little podcast section. So hello, fellow, fellow classmates, fellow peers. Um, second item of business is that I have run out of food. Oh, no. Um, yep, it is. It, it's a struggle. Okay, but here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is it just me or is like going to the grocery store like the absolute worst experience at this point? I mean, it depends, Jeremy. I think if you've got the money to spend and, you know, you're buying all this really good food, then I think it's an acceptable experience, you know? No, no, no. I want controversial answers only, <laughs> Bryant. Right. What, <clears throat> it is the worst experience, correct? Yes. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I forgot my place. It is the worst experience. Purchasing food? Cringe. Imagine that. I get all my food for free. Oh, my free. gosh. And then, and then the other people there that have the audacity of being hungry and also needing food for for themselves, and not only for themselves, but for other people called their family. Yeah, clogging up the crazy. lines, making me wait to check out, you know? It's the worst. Exactly. And then the audacity of the supermarkets that price the food. Ugh, it's horrible. And then the government that says, oh, by the way, we need a little bit extra money from you. It's like they're milking us at this point. They are. They really are, Jeremy. Natty Wonders, featuring Jeremy and Bryant. Listen, the man in the cave doesn't care who you look like. He's going to kill you anyway. I learned that I need to eat cats. Infants, apparently. Two of the best therapy sessions. You've got D&D and Heavy Circles. Welcome back, everyone, to the hit show, the number one hit fitness podcast show, Natty Wonders, where we're talking about everybody's favorite hobbies, D&D, anime and whatnot, and, and, and fitness. We're mixing the two together today. Uh, like we always do, but we actually have a pretty sick episode for you guys today. Are you ready for this? I am. Excellent. Anyway, but first, real quick, um, tell us, what, what, how's your day been? Jeremy, I have been great. I just got back from St. George, uh, went there with uh, my fiance, you know, and some friends, and we went to a little mission reunion um that apparently you didn't know was happening so that's my bad yeah i just thought that no one invited me it's not necessarily that like anyone got invited it just i think the assumption is everyone's on the facebook page you know everyone checks their facebook which of course you check facebook like everyone our age like facebook is all the rage you know everyone's on facebook i love facebook i have it on three devices yeah, exactly. So sorry, pal. I I did think that uh, that you knew about it, but I should have checked. That's my bad. Anyway, and, and you know what? It's fine because, like, like I said before, this episode started. Like, it's always nice to get an invite, just so I can still reject it. 
um, because it makes me more Sigma that way, I guess. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, I felt I felt really cringe just saying that. Anyway, speaking of cringe, we're going to be moving on to our first segment, which we're kind of moving Gym Talk Slander to first, you know, break the ice a little more. We talk about fitness stuff. Get that out of the way before we get on to our, our next topic. Are you ready for this? Gym Talk Slander. That's right, Gym Talk Slander. Oh yeah, this is my favorite part of every single episode, I tell you what. Oh really? Yeah. Well, shoot, the rest of the episode's gonna suck then. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I mean, every part is my favorite, you know? Obviously. But, um... <laughs> Keep listening to the end, guys. But, um... Yeah, so first off, we have um, what I call a little bit of cringe talk, but at the same time, this guy does make some pretty good points. Sift through it, shall we? Sweet. Bro is using the easy bar to bench. There is nothing easy about this bar. I just bought it because of the grips. They give you a way better way to lift it, which makes it a Yikes. really versatile option in the gym. It is still a bar, and I still have to lift it, so I don't think it makes a hindrance on my gains or anything. If anything, I think it gives me more potential for more reps. <laughs> Boy, he's got a wagon. He's got a little day, cart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just lift things how you want to lift them. No. <laughs> it's just like... Like, I mean, like, sure, I guess. But he's like, it just gives me, like, more range to do more reps. It's like, well, but, like, why? <laughs> that's why it's called the easy bar. Yeah, it's, it's like, easy. that's, like, that's the point. It's like, y yes, yeah, you're you're moving weight. But, like, I, it de again, it depends on, like, what you want to do. Like, homie looks, like, super small, like, super tiny. So I would not take any advice from him at all about working out. Yeah. Yeah, that's like that's like something that is a pretty big um, thing about the fitness community is that you never take advice from someone smaller than you. Yeah, I, and like that's not even if you. Sorry, go ahead. You say go what? Ahead. No, go ahead. Go All ahead. Right. I was just saying, like, and it's not even just like a like a like a pride thing. Hierarchy thing. It's just like if what you've been doing is working better than what they're telling you to do then don't stop what you're doing. Obviously, yeah. if what they're doing is like way better and they have better gains from it, then sure, like you can take a look at it and be like, hey, maybe I would like to try this out. You know, give it a fair shot. But like, if some small dude comes up to me, he's like benching like 135 and he sees me like struggling with 205, he's like, nah, bro, this is how you got to do it. I'm going to look him in the eyes and say, dog, if you don't get out of my face, I'm going to drop a 45 on your foot, all right? Like... <laughs> Because that's how it is. It's like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. seriously, really? Like, like I'm not. I'm not gonna go up to someone who's like a massive guy in the gym who who might be using too much momentum on the on the dumbbell, uh, on the bicep curl, right? Yeah, I'm not gonna go up like, to him I, and be like, "Hey, pal, you should probably anything. use a little less momentum, even <laughs> though his biceps are like the size of my head." Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna do no that. Way. No way. It's just dumb. Yeah. Not to mention, um, we have one comment here where it says, why is no one talking about how he brought a whole a cart to the gym with three things in it? Yeah, it's like, bro, just like, what are you even doing at that point? If if I brought my own cart, okay, now this this uh, gym looks pretty small, but I'm just saying, if I if my gym at, on campus didn't have an easy bar available for bench press, I'm not going to bring a whole cart with 
two 25-pound plates and an easy bar. Yeah. Just to then roll it out like a doof. I'm going to get beat up if I do that. And rightfully so. I mean, this guy, I don't know, like... I don't know, man. Like, why would you do that? Why even bother? Just get a duffel bag. <laughs> you just carry around an old duffel bag with like an easy bar sticking out. I'm sorry, or, but it, or just if, don't use an easy bar. <laughs> just use less right, weight so on a normal bar. Exactly, and then build up strength that yeah. way. Like, like you'll be fine. Like you can, anyone can use a normal bar. A normal bar is like what, fifteen, twenty pounds. Like, it's not that heavy. <laughs> Easy bar is like five. You're not cutting that much off. Because he he, the, this, he, the, he he has an easy bar, and he's also put like 10 pounds onto it. So you may as well just use a normal bar with fives on it, and then you're fine. Exactly. And plus, this guy looks like he would recommend lifting gloves. Probably. Um, probably. Please, don't use lifting gloves. Get Get calluses on your hands. Um, they're a great snack as well, by the way. Yes, <laughs> the calluses or the gloves. The calluses. <laughs> Honestly, eat your gym gloves if you have them. <laughs> if you bought gym gloves, eat them right now. You send can us a video. Boil them, them in like a nice stew. Yeah, because maybe, may just maybe, once you eat those lifting gloves, you'll have regained your man card all right let's move on to the next one um um uh, okay well first off before we move on to the next one i do want to say some positive things about uh this this user where he was saying just lift weights um which we we can make fun of how he lifts weights but he at the end of the day he does make a good point where it's like if you're just lifting weight then you can, I think you can make progress. I mean, you're not going to make insane progress, but you will make progress. Um, I think that's true. And I think it depends on what you're trying to go for because a lot of people don't understand like about rep ranges and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. it, what he's talking about, fine, that works. If you're just trying to get toned, whatever, like it, it works. Personally, for me, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get stronger and I'm trying to get bigger. So that means I need to decrease exactly. my rep count. And that doesn't mean the amount of reps that I'm doing. It's the amount of reps that I can do. So if I'm lifting, yeah, exactly. if I'm lifting 135 for eight reps or two reps, it's not going to change anything. I need to push up weight until I'm lifting where I max out at two reps at, at a certain weight. Like for me right now, that's like, 195 you know i'm maxing out at the two rep range right and so <laughs> it's not that Sorry. heavy i need to get up more i haven't increased at all um in a while but it's like that's not what i'm going for so if you're going for that that's fine use the easy bar put tens on it for some reason like who cares right like it, it'll work yeah. um like this guy this guy might his goals might just be to to get tone which and in that, that case, and that's fine. go for it. Go for it. But that's don't sell it as though you're like gonna get swole from that. Like it's not gonna happen. Yeah. That's just not how it works. Hmm. Anyway, moving on. We have this next one, which I think is really interesting. It caught my attention real quick. 
oh gosh, I should have read the names before this, but we have at Aubergin Avenger. Um, I think I think this might have been like from a podcast, but this this bodybuilder here he gives us some actually some really interesting advice and maybe a new training technique that we might have to try out. Are you ready for this? Yes, sir. Let's watch. All right. And the thing that I found instrumental to getting me a lot thicker, a lot fuller, and a lot rounder in my muscles was actually extreme stretching. Please, research. I was about the death steroids, stretching. but... <laughs> it will explain it in depth. But basically, after you've trained your muscle, then you will perform an extreme 45 to 60 second stretch. That usually means putting the muscle in a stretch position, putting force on it. So like if you're doing chest, the typical one would be to have yourself in a dumbbell flying sort of position, with the chest open, stretching for 60 seconds with as heavy as weight as you possibly can use. This I found was incredible, but I don't know for every body part. And I noticed that one, the muscles started to look a lot fuller. Two, I was actually getting stronger. And three, it allowed me to break past the plateaus that we're talking here when I was at the latter stages of bulking, where I really had to fight hard to gain that last bit of muscle. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, um, I thought that was really interesting. Um, I mean, this is not like a new thing that this guy came up with, but um, this is something that Mike Menser and uh one of the bodybuilders of all time i wait hang on that sounded bad one of the golden age bodybuilders i believe mike menser hang on didn't he didn't he like snort like a line of cocaine before a set <laughs> you know that sounds kind of familiar yep so mike menser this is the guy that um that trained a surprisingly low amount um, a week for like most bodybuilders but he would the way he would like he would go eat he would do each set till absolute failure like he would pass out and i mean like and to hype him up he would do drugs uh, um and he mike menser would also said something along the lines of this um but i'm pretty sure mike menser is dead now rip <laughs> sounds like a legend i gotta say it sound, might be a legend but i'm pretty sure um it has been confirmed by him in in past interviews dang okay well this guy was pretty legendary but yeah extreme stretching what do you think of it i think it's a good idea like i'm not exactly sure like the like i'm not exactly sure what it would change uh like physiologically but i i am open to researching more of the science behind it i think it definitely has the ability to be good uh that like there's definitely that possibility that it could work and i want to see it work because it seems inter like interesting but i'm just not sure exactly like how it how it works now here's here's the funny part we've we've gone from saying we're not going to take advice from people that are smaller than us but then we have this guy which pretty sure he's on the steroid use i mean look at him uh look at the veins popping out of that that is insane yes uh, most likely not natural i would also say don't take advice from people that are on gear um, yeah, that's generally a fatal flaw that I think a lot of people fall for. It's not the greatest idea. Yep. 
Because it's like, oh, wow, I'm going to look like this guy who has a totally not natural physique. And then you're just going to get down on yourself when it doesn't happen as fast as you expected or it doesn't happen to the extent that you expected. And then you're like, what the crap, man? I guess I need to start snorting cocaine before my freaking sets. Yeah, please don't do that. it's a gateway drug from there. Yeah, yep, there you go. Please don't snort cocaine that's, that's, between your sets. That's how kids... That's how kids start, man. That wait, but, oh, Jeremy's no fake news. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I I would I would be willing to try this one out as well. Um, I mean, if some golden age bodybuilders have been have been saying that, um, even though they were on a lot of gear, I do think for the most part. If they've researched enough about taking gear, then they probably researched a lot about actual exercises as well. Hopefully, um, to hopefully. look their best. So take it with a grain of salt. You can try it if you've got time at the gym. Um, do it consistently and tell us tell us what you think. I might I might start trying that, especially. Um, yeah, please let us know like if it works for you. Like we would like to be able to have a good sample size uh the both of us we'll we'll test it out when we get the chance to and and just kind of maybe report back if we get some some feedback here yeah and i'm i'm pretty open to this as well because i've kind of also hit a bit of a plateau um and so that's why i've been training up or i've been mixing up my training style to just now be hitting like what you said lesser and lesser reps each each time mainly because i'm going up in weight and I'm hoping that that'll get me over the plateau as well with eating a lot more. Moving on, we're going to go on to the next segment of the show. Thank you guys so much for listening to Gym Talk Slander, but you're not going to want to miss this next segment. Trust me. This next segment is Long Rest Stories. Long Rest Stories. Ooh, what a good good freaking stinger for that thank yes, you Brian, for making that yeah no no problem it's my pleasure <laughs> all right brian um who, who wants to go first do you want me to go first or do you want to start this off you know jeremy i think yours is a little more serious and so i can bring a little more levity i think with mine because it's mine is ridiculous you know what I, I was about to mention the mafia story but i think i'm going to mention this this one instead we'll, we'll do the mafia we'll save the mafia story for another time but imagine this this is this is the current campaign that i'm playing and this is like our third session and this is the part of the campaign where mm, have you ever had that part of your campaign where it just like it like the characters like the character dynamic just clicks the the, the you like everyone gets invested in the story and it, it all just kind of so it's a moment of like clicking where it's like everyone knows their goals everyone is motivated and it's it's a that's it's where the game i feel like actually starts i definitely you know have, what i mean i definitely have but it doesn't happen super often it, it doesn't and that's the problem i've only this is the out of all the games i've run this is the second time i feel like it clicked I, and I felt it click really, really strongly. Um, and in this, they were in the swamps of Pobara in 
Eberron. And they had just like their their job was to find a crashed airship in the in the bogs. And it you know, it was a nasty place. I made it full of sulfur. It was terrifying. Um and like these pirates have shot down the ship and I mean it was all airships. And there are lizard folk that took the shipment. So they find they find the crashed airship and they fight some lizard folk, but they run off with most of the shipment. And they eventually team up with the pirates that shot down this airship, got on their airship, and flew to the lizard folk lair and teamed up to fight them and to split the cargo so that they can get a lot of money, a lot more money from it. Oh, because yeah. they found out that this that these crates had adamantite bars in them. Ooh. And so they were like, whoa, that's a lot of money. So they decide to do that and they team up. They're fighting through the lizard folk lair. I mean, it's a huge battle and they're using spells. They're, I mean, it's awesome. But then they get to a part where they descend into this ancient city like this ancient city sewer system where there's like little rivers crossing through this through this area and imagine for a moment this big grid of just like straight hallways with little corridors connecting each hallway as it like and it creates this grid pattern essentially yeah and it's like an ancient sewer system where it's like really narrow corridors and each hallway is about 30 feet from the next room where then there's more 30 foot corridors that lead to other rooms. And they're looking around and they see some some levers on the on the wall. Now, they were pretty hesitant of the le- of the levers. They found like about 5 of them. And they saw that at the at the end of one hallway was a single single gate gated door right like it's just straight bar door and then at the other end of that hallway there was a there was five gate gate doors they started they started to realize something and it started to click for them Hmm. so they none of them actually hit the lever i had to get a lizard man that was following them to hit a lever and when it did one of those five doors opened but also the single door opened as well. And this is the part of the encounter where it just lined up perfectly. I kid you not. They were all standing in a straight line. Uh-oh. Because they heard something behind that single gated door. And I describe as this triceratops with like this, with like metal welded to the front of it just comes charging out of there and it runs over like it runs over all of them they have to all make strength checks if they fail they get picked up and slammed to whatever this thing stops or when it when it hits a wall and they take more damage from it and it was terrifying i i it opens up with a bang like everyone half of everyone's hp just disappears <laughs> and this triceratops only runs in straight lines. It can turn it like it, it turns in a, in a single room and then runs in a straight line until it stops or hits a wall. It can only stop in rooms and it cannot turn around in corridors. So 
and this thing can run as fast as it wants. I mean, it just it stream it like steamrolled them, picked one up and car and like carried them for 120 feet until it hit a wall. My goodness, like, it was terrifying. So, yeah, so it was pretty much kind of like a game of Pac-Man where they were running, dashing through throughout this place, trying to like dodge it, trying to hide from it. And I mean, it was terrifying because they can only dash 60 feet. Yeah. Which is two rooms like they can move to two rooms. But this thing can run as fast as it wants in a straight line. So here's here's another thing that made it more interesting. From the front, when they tried to hit it, someone rolled pretty well. They were like, does a 22 hit? And I looked at them and I said, no, it doesn't. It's like, oh, yep. So take this encounter uh, because it was amazing. They they realized that from the front where it was like heavily armored, it was a 25 AC from the back. It was only like 14 AC. So they were. Pretty much the what I had in mind was that they would go around it after it charges and then like hit it from behind yeah. to deal a lot of damage to it. And then if it like turned around, then they would have to scatter and run. Um, and then it would choose like which way to go. Yeah, they'd have to basically play like a matador, like a like a bull killer yep. kind of thing, like with the red, uh, like oh and then like get out of the way real quick. Exactly. But they didn't exactly, they actually did that at the end, but they didn't try to kill it. They realized that once they heard it had 25 AC, that probably scared them so much that they're like, okay, we're putting this thing back in its pen. Yeah. So we had, so they had one character go over to the lever to like close it, to hear a signal to close it. And then the other one was going to let it charge at them. And then he took the dodge action and he had to roll a certain like he had to roll pretty high to to dodge out of the way as it or yeah as it like ran by him mm-hmm. so it was pretty intense bro the character by the lever got actually downed by some lizard folk the character that was doing like the little ole ole like to the to the bull he he dodged out of the way but just barely and then it was it was intense because they had to do it all over again because the person went down at the lever, the Triceratops got out, and they had to circle him around all over again to do the same thing. So Jeez, oh no. It was it was intense, but they did actually accomplish it. Um and by then the pirates that they were working with, they got the shipment back in the next room they fought off some more lizard folk and then that's when the brigade appeared and well someone got executed in that um but i'm planning on doing a campaign diary pod like like separate series on this podcast Mm -hmm. where i go over this whole thing i go over my notes teach you guys and whatnot so i'll reveal who got executed when I do that. Very nice. How does that sound? Let's do it. 
All right. Let's hear your story real quick. Yes, sir. All right, Jeremy. So this story is actually a funny one because you were there for it. Um, oh, I was? Yeah, you were. At least I think you were. Maybe not. I don't remember. If, if this is the one that I'm thinking of, I don't think I was there for that. Oh, that's so sad. Anyway, so um, when we were on the mission, you know, mission, we were training these new guys, right? And uh, so his name is Logan. This is the guy that this story is about. And let's go, Logan. Yeah, Logan is a hilarious guy. Super funny. But he's like one of those guys that's funny, like when he doesn't try to be. And he's just kind of an innocent guy, but we we'd started playing D and D, and the guy I was training Tyler. He got into it pretty like a lot, and Middleton or sorry Logan, um, you know he was he was into it. He liked it, but I don't know. He just like wanted more freedom. So one day he was like, "Guys, we should do a one shot, but like you let me DM." And we were like, "Uh, okay." He's pl- he's done like three sessions total and i was dming for all of them right so it's like ah okay whatever he's like i got a great story guys just trust me trust me okay Uh, and we're like all right fine whatever sounds good so what i'm trying to remember i don't remember who i was like i just picked some like oh we used the same characters that were used for that halloween one shot that's what it was so i was like a warlock oh really yeah i was like i was the warlock um i think uh seth was like his rogue or whatever and then tyler tyler switched to being a turtle so like his was the only character that changed so he switched to being a turtle and um it was just so weird because like so we we pull up to this uh like this lady's house right and we find out it's another turtle so right off the bat, there was just like this weird sexual tension between Tyler's character and like the lady character that was our host, because you know turtles oh, no. are like super horny and they like they just you know mate for life and then die basically. And so and so Ty- no, no, wasn't wasn't Tyler's uh, turtle character also just like looking for a mate because he was like super old and was yes. about to die yes. he's like i need a lineage yeah that was literally his backstory that was like the only piece he's of like backstory yeah yeah he was super sad tyler was just like <laughs> he, he did so good too because he was new as well but he did he role played so well he was just depressed the entire time he's like okay <laughs> i guess we'll go he's like eeyore but yeah. we yeah so we pull up to this house and the turtle lady i don't remember her name it was some random name. Uh, she's like, hi, so my son is acting a little bit weird. Um, will you guys, like, check on him, whatever? And I was like, okay, sure. We were all just like, okay, sure, whatever. We just, like, stay in this house with this random lady. And so, you know, we're like, we stay up in the middle of the night. Um, or no, no, like, we tried to be like, okay, well, we're just going to, like, sleep in this one room outside of the son's room. He's, and then... Logan was like, no, you guys have to sleep in different rooms. And we we're like, what? Okay, fine, I guess. <laughs> and so he like manufactured like things that would have been totally easy to deal with if we were like together, but we were by ourselves. And so he like, <laughs> like, I think in my room, like, so this, the problem with the sun was that he would like turn into like a spider person at nighttime and like, 
be super creepy and weird and like the mom was like haunted or whatever and oh the son isn't a turtle by the way it was like a human son so i have no idea how like that happened but what? maybe he was adopted i don't remember it was a convoluted story um but like the the son like turned into a spider and like walked through a vent and like attacked me in invented the oh, yeah it was kind of sus uh anyway among us. among anyway so you'd like you know, I like I ran out there and and tried to wake everybody up, and the sun disappeared, and nobody believed me. And then, like, what happened? Oh, I think like he would just make us roll like for random things, like like uh, Tyler. He went. He was like, I go to the bathroom, and and Logan was like, roll to open the door, and we were like, what? What do you mean, roll to open the door? So he was like, no, you got to roll to open the door. We're like, fine, whatever. And so he failed to get out of the bathroom. He failed, and Logan wouldn't let him retry the skill check. So we're all just out there, like, fighting the sun. And it, and Tyler's character, the, the turtle, is just stuck inside the bathroom trying to get out. <laughs> it was just like, like, what on earth? And then, the it like, like, it was just dumb. What were you saying, Jeremy? I was about to say, before, like, a first-time DM, like, how do you rate that? I mean, <laughs> it, it seems like he's making some of the classic blunders, but overall, it sounds like a fun time. I'm <laughs> it, not gonna it was lie. so funny, but it was just like, he's like, no, you can't do that. Like, why can't I? <laughs> what do you mean I can't do that? Yes, my I man, can. My man wanted f- more freedom, yeah. so he chose to be the enslaver. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, just like the last battle, we like, what happened? Oh, like we like wrestled with the sun and like tackle him out the like window from the second story and like started fighting him downstairs. And we, all of like our attacks were like, they weren't doing anything. They were missing and stuff. And Logan was like, because mm-hmm. Logan was like getting frustrated because we weren't like able to kill him. And he's like, yeah, they're you're not going to do any damage attacking his like head or anymore. Like he's already been damaged. And we're like, what? He's like, yeah, you have to attack his legs. And we're like, what do you mean? We have to attack his legs. Like, we can't can't just kill him. Like, no, you have to kill each one of his legs. And we're like, oh, fine. So we did. And we just like (laughs) attacked all the legs. He's like, you killed him. Yay. We were just so like off put. It was like, two and a half hours, three hours of the story. And it was just so all over the place. Like <laughs> how I described it was basically like how it happened linearly, like start to finish. Uh, there was no, oh, actually, yeah, there was like, there was a very, very little in between. There was like some weird, like horny action between Tyler's character and the mom. But like, that was pretty oh, much geez. it. That was it. Wait, so, so pretty much there was like no flavor or like setting the scene or anything. It was like, well, there, right, there so was, can... there was, but it was based on like a video that, uh, that Logan showed us a, like a while ago before that. And so like, we all knew kind of the context already. So he was like, it's um... set in like that house. So he didn't really have to describe a ton. It was just like basically some like old haunted house kind of thing. But like, Gotcha. Just like, well, normal house, but like haunted, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was not a lot of like art to it. He like tried really hard to like tie in the story, but the only story he tied in was like horny turtles. That's pretty much it. 
And then, oh geez, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't like this term anymore. <laughs> I don't like horny turtles. <laughs> you shouldn't. That's a normal reaction to have, Jeremy. It sounds pretty cursed. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's cursed. But yeah, like that's just like it was so fun, but also like one of the worst games I've played. Hang on, that sounds like fun. I I wish I was there. It was really fun. I wish you were there too. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing that good old long rest story. Um, that's all we have for today. Oh gosh, I almost threw up. Okay. Well, that's all we have for you today. And uh, what what can we learn from from this episode, Bryant? Um, don't listen to people that do gear, um, unless that thing that they're telling you to do does not involve doing gear. And uh, <laughs> don't let super new people DM until they've played for a while. I I would also agree. I'd say um, eat your lifting gloves and um, take encounters that we tell you. Because they're fun encounters, I promise. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not the not the one that. Actually, you know what? I would run that one. <laughs> I'd take that. Yeah, I'd I'd take the new guy's encounter. I know the guy. I I think for his, for a first time DM, it was good. I think that was pretty good. It was good. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot of rookie mistakes. Anyway, don't make those rookie mistakes. Um, I'm pretty sure you can find out which ones they were. But we're so glad that you listened to this little project of ours. And I want you to have a great rest of your day. Get those gains. Don't take gear. Don't take meth before your sets. And we'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Adventure. Looks like you made it to the end of this episode. Again, we're so grateful that you listened to this project of ours. And hey, if you enjoyed, why not share your favorite episode? It helps us out. And when you hit share, you will always roll a natural 20 on your first roll. To spice up the deal, we'll even give you a nice, juicy PR that you've always been dreaming of. Want to play a bigger part in the adventure? Follow us on Instagram at Natty Wonders. Send us your best gym talk slanders, and we'll review them on the show. Have a great day.